0: Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then. and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com adulting101. That's betterhelp.com slash adulting101. So let's say that a young professional is trying to cope with changes in staff at their company. Different staff members are coming onto the team And then there's also like layoffs as well. So there's a whole bunch of different types of changes, different types of transformation um, that may be happening within a particular company and a young professional may be like, Oh my gosh, what do I, what do I do? How do I, how do I cope with this type of change, with all of this change that's going on?
1: There's a concept you may be familiar. It's called, have you heard of the hero's journey? No. How about a, like Hunger Games.
0: Oh, yes, Hunger Games. Mm
1: -hmm. WWKD. What would Katniss do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. I'm your host, Caspi Bias. Today, we are talking all about How to cope effectively with change in the workplace, getting hired by corporate, adjusting to its technology changes, adapting the company culture. These are only a few of the many different things that can come along when you shift from college into your first corporate job. So how do you cope with all of these changes that are going on around you? Today's episode is focused on just that. For this week's guest, I'm bringing someone back from season two. Matt Smart. Make sure to check out his episode on how to give a great business presentation from our Season 2 finale of Adulting 101. Matt is the founder of Get Smarter Consultants, a company that provides learning and development services to different organizations. If you haven't already, check out the new Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias animated series. There, you can review a few captivating moments from each episode in animated form. Check out the show notes for a link to the series. Matt, welcome back to Adulting 101
1: with Caspi Bias.
0: Hi, Matt. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I haven't seen you in a couple of years. I know your hair is a little different.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. It has red tips now. And yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit different. But yes, that's, that's correct. Yes, I haven't seen you in a couple of years, give or take, either. Quite a couple of things here and there have changed as, as well. You, you live in the new city now, correct?
1: That's right. North Carolina, Winston-Salem.
0: Yes, yes. North Carolina. Awesome. Specifically, the topic for today, for those who are um, tuning in, is how to cope with change in corporate America. What exactly is the change management process that a young professional can use to cope with change?
1: Uh, the process is called ADCAR and it's an acronym and it stands for awareness, desire, knowledge, ability, and reinforcement. And based on psychological, psychological principles, workplace behavior principles. And this is the way that uh, individuals go through a process of going through change. And if you understand that model, You'll know where you are in the change process and you'll be able to create a plan. So it's it's like a, they call it like a methodology, a process or a methodology for adapting to change. And we can we can dive into that. I'm sure you have questions.
0: Sure. Yes. What um, I have a list of uh, a list of scenarios for you, Matt, and I'm just going to go through each one of those and see if you'll be able to apply uh, the process or the change management process to each of those how a young professional would be able to go through those with the change management process. So let's say a young professional is trying to cope with change, the change of moving from college life into getting their first corporate job. Like they're like, oh, oh crap, Uh, what do I do? Everything's so different. Uh, I'm no longer in college. Now I'm in corporate. What would you recommend they do as far as going about change management um, applying the process to help them cope.
1: Yeah, great question. The first thing I would say is that uh, I'm going to strategize with you and we'll come up with some ideas, but as a, my coach tells me, the answers are all inside of you. It's just my job to pull them out. Mm-hmm. So, if I am coping with work, you know, obviously, you know, I'm going to find out as much as I can in the first stage. I'm going to make a plan we'll what can i do to increase my awareness of what this it looks like for people obviously you are not the first person to go through that so you might do some reading online you might read like what is it like coping from going to college and what are the signs to look out for you know what are the uh, pitfalls that i'm going to fall into is there like a depression period is there like a A freshman 15, like college, you know, is that what are are all the things, right? So you're going to do your homework and that's your part of increasing awareness, right? Of what it's going to be like. So that could be one example. Another thing is you could interview friends that have recently transitioned or a few years ago and ask them, what was it like for them? You know, what made them successful? What didn't? that's a great resource where you're going to start to fill out your change management plan. So you're increasing awareness. The next thing is you, you know, you have to go to work, you know, you have to do your job, but just because you have to, doesn't mean that you want to. It's a lot better if you want to, because it's going to be less like dragging your feet. What are some ways that I can increase my motivation to want to make this transition? Now, this could be, you know, you could interview, for example, people that are successful in their career, you know, and that might give you some motivation. Maybe you write a gratitude list of what you're excited about with your job. Um, You know, those are all things you could do. You could start to research the company you're going to work for and get excited about that. You could start to make friends, uh, you know, or or look at what are the best uh, places to eat, you know, to go have lunch around or activities around work. These are all things that could increase your desire to want to do it. The next thing is knowledge. You know, where can I find the knowledge on how to uh, make this change? Uh, And it could be, you know, like I said, interviewing friends, it could be finding a mentor. Then, you know, how am I, how you're going to measure your ability? Well, how am I doing so far? And that could just be a a personal pulse check, you know, to check in, uh, you know, or talk to your mentor and talk about your struggles and let them give you that feedback, you know, of how, where you're doing well, where you're not. And obviously you're going to get performance reviews from your manager and feedback on your performance and that can also uh, help you assess. And then, you know, reinforcement to reinforce the change. What are you going to do to reward yourself for making this change? That's really important. And acknowledging milestones, right? Maybe a key milestone is that your first month on the new job, like that's something you need to celebrate and do something nice for yourself. Or, you know, first performance review, first major project, right? First kudos from my boss. These are all little wins that you want to celebrate and from a psychological perspective, if you do that, it increases your momentum because you start to recognize that. And of course, you know, Casby, you, you, you want to you're going to want to reward yourself with your first paycheck and buy yourself something nice, right, right? or <laughs> to a nice restaurant or something.
0: All right. Well, awesome. Yes. Thank you, Matt, for applying the Edgar as far as just overall process of how to go through change management. And those are some really good points, especially the last point of um, reinforcing the change and treating yourself out to different, different opportunities or different experiences or different ways that you can indulge in other types of um, things that you might enjoy. Like for me, I like candy, so I, <laughs> I, uh, I, I actually don't remember if I celebrated like my first month or back when I was in corporate specifically. But that would have been would have been great as far as just further reinforcing um, to oneself like, hey, so again, coming into corporate may be a little bit of a change, but you did it. You're you've been here for a month. You're good to go. So
1: so would this be if you were rewarding yourself, would there be like a fancy, fancy candy you'd be getting? Would it be like C's candy or? You know, some other type of fancy brand would um, be rewarding.
0: I mean, yeah. we're talking about back when I was like just leaving school or grad school, so they probably would have been like sour gummy worms. Back then, I okay, like back then, before I learned how bad those were for your teeth, I ate them <laughs> like I. A lot. I ate sour gummy worms a lot. It's it's pretty sad how much I ate. Um, But that definitely would have been the candy.
1: Yeah. Well, enjoy it now. Later, you'll have to use a change management program to get it up. Right.
0: (laughs) I have another scenario for you um, here on my list. Okay. Let's say a young professional is trying to cope with the change of getting their first job in corporate America. And here's the twist they didn't intend to be in corporate America. Maybe they had other plans in another, in another field. How would you apply um, the process to this scenario so that they will be able to cope with the change?
1: Okay, let's, let's, how about we do this together? Let's brainstorm a little bit together because I took you through the process. All right, yes. So what do you think would be a source of, a, of increasing their awareness about um, you know, what this type of change is like? Maybe this person was uh, hoping to be like a massage therapist or something, and that didn't work out, and maybe they had to go into corporate. Yeah. So where do you think they could, uh, you know, maybe find some, you know, increase their knowledge about or increase their awareness about this change?
0: Well, I know that you had mentioned um, research is definitely key as far as awareness of, of that process in general. So definitely speaking to people perhaps they could go on to linkedin and see and find people who may be in the field that they're in right now but who may also have started out working in corporate
1: yeah that's a good idea Uh,
0: another recommendation would be research for me personally i really like watching youtube videos and uh hearing about other people and their experiences that way so if i were in that situation I would definitely go online to YouTube to watch videos about people who also didn't expect or anticipate to be in corporate and just hear their thoughts or um, feelings on how to proceed, how they're feeling in general to overall say like, hey, I'm, I'm not alone within this process.
1: Yeah, that's a great idea. Those are great ideas. See? Yeah, yeah. You're Thank already you. an expert. Thank
0: you very much. Yes, yes. That's all the time I have, everybody. Night. Have a nice night. <laughs> uh, just kidding. So,
1: if we were talking about the next stage, desire, right, where we wanted to increase their desire, mm-hmm. um, you know, what would be something if they were really had their heart set on massage therapy, but now they're, you know, working, I guess, maybe in corporate as a, an accountant or something. Like that. Oh gosh. You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, what What would be make them make them uh, Want to do that transition more? What do you think? You know, I could think of a few things. Like maybe if I just really made some friends at work that I enjoyed being around, that might help a little bit. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. I, I, um, I did the first one, so I can move, or we can move on to you for for this scenario.
1: Okay.
0: Um, for the letter D, uh, but you said making friends.
1: Making friends, yeah. Maybe, um, uh, you know, again, rewarding yourself. <laughs> looking at your paycheck, that maybe it's better. Um, I would say, too, that, uh, you know, unless there was a reason that you couldn't go into it, maybe say, for example, you wanted to be a physical therapist, but you couldn't afford a college. You know, there's nothing that says that you have to give up on your dream. Um, You know, maybe it's just a detour. And maybe part of the way that you increased your desire to go to, to go to work is that you set aside a little funding account, you know, that, that uh, you, you would put toward your dream. Now we could, sometimes I lump knowledge and ability together. So let's think about it now. How could they find knowledge? Um, you know, you, you hit on them a little bit with like the LinkedIn research, right? you know, there must be some type of like training course out there or something, or some type of speaker series, or even maybe, you know, seeing a therapist might help or getting a life coach.
0: Right, right. Um, So ability would be the next one. And that was just as a refresher. It was the like understanding how you're doing so far. or
1: Yeah, like how to apply it, you know, measuring your ability to apply it. You know, how well are you performing? Are you able to actually apply what you the knowledge sources to the job? And then, of course, you know, Say, for example, this is a, you know, a massage therapist, maybe, maybe part of their reinforcement or reward for making the job is, you know, volunteering at something that, that might uh, remind them of this field that they wanted to go into.
0: So let's say that a young professional is trying to cope with changes in staff at their company. So, um, oh, that happened. <laughs> right. Like they Like I I went through this back when I was in corporate and I know a couple of other people who have went through this as well. Different staff members are coming onto the team and then there's also like layoffs as well. So there's a whole bunch of different types of changes, different types of transformation um, that may be happening within a particular company and a young professional may may be like, oh my gosh, what do I, what do I do? How do I, how do I cope with this type of change, with all of this change that's going on?
1: You know, I'm. I would be. I have a different tool that I use. Like, why don't we switch it up a little bit? I've got a different idea we could we could use on this one. So, there's a concept you may be familiar. It's called. Have you heard of the hero's journey? No. How about uh like Hunger Games?
0: Oh yes, Hunger Games. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, great, perfect. Okay, so. Uh, there is a common f- formula that uh, authors use in stories that Joseph Campbell identified. It's called the hero's journey and it applies really well to change and going through difficult change. Uh, and the basic story arc is that you have someone that is innocent, that they are, are kind of in their like normal state. And then something really jarring happens to knock them out of alignment. Right. So you had. Uh, you know Katniss right is her name right Katniss Everdeen you know she doesn't necessarily have the happiest life but she's got sort of her family and then um, what ends up happening is that like it doesn't her sister gets picked to go to the Hunger Games right Uh, and so then that that event all of a sudden throws her world upside down and that is sort of the That's the the arc of the hero is they get they go through something sudden that creates a departure in the way that they were living. And the next stage is that they have to go through some type of challenge Now she went through several challenges. Right. That's a really powerful mental model for someone going through difficulties and change, especially when they can't necessarily see what's going to happen. Right. And so picture yourself. You know, okay, there's all these layoffs. My friends are gone. Does that mean I'm going to be gone? Does that mean my boss is going to be gone? What am I going to do? You know, picturing yourself like a hero. You have know, to th- think about life kind of like it's a movie and you're you're in it and, you know, you're the star and you can think about a positive ending. That doesn't always happen, of course, in real life. But I would start to use this as almost like a troubleshooting or, a, you know, a, a brainstorming activity. You're scared. You lost your leaders. You you really like. You lost friends at work. You really like them. You know you're struggling right now. So slaying the dragon is overcoming this fear that you have at work, this fear of maybe losing your job. This loneliness that you're you're going to be dealing with. You know what could you picture yourself doing, and and re- how could you picture yourself rebuilding? You know so that you can come back wiser and stronger from this how can you become the hero in this story and that could be you know helping your friends find jobs that lost or you know could be making new friends at work it could be finding a new job <laughs> maybe you know finding a new job where you learn to you know, find a new family and you know work family and a new place that you really like and so you can kind of picture yourself in that successful story can give you some ideas that you can go after, and it can also help you to have a positive mind sh- mindset shift. WWKD, what would Katniss do? <laughs>
0: what would Katniss do? And that, my friends, is the second Katniss. example of what you should of what you should use the the process. The first one is change management, uh, Adcar. The second one is what would Katniss do? That's right. I would love to hear your thoughts on this last scenario that I have for you. Sure. Let's say a young professional is going through performance reviews and they end up being put on a PIP or a performance improvement plan. How would you apply either Ad card plan or what would Katniss Everdeen do? Uh, how would you apply either one of those? Your choice.
1: Well, I would say uh, I would start applying for jobs. (laughs) That would be my tool that I would recommend there. (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately.
0: (laughs) Oh, I got a PIP time to apply for some new jobs. (laughs) (laughs) It's sad.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's really hard to come back from a pit. You know, when you go through a major change like that, something especially something negative, you know, you're going to go through a grieving period, right? I went through a grieving period when I got laid off from jobs that I really liked. And you have to really respect that process that you're going to be grieving and you're going to be down about it. And, you know, just sort of roll with it and and let it, let, let the emotions come out. Don't try to stuff them down or, you know, eat too much candy and stuff your emotions, but, you know, Give yourself that permission to feel grief because that is that I mean, your first job and you get put on a pip. I mean, that's 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 jarring. Um, you know, that that would be scary. You know, with, you, you don't have to always go through the entire ad process. I would just try to find some knowledge sources, uh, you know, that could really help me through that situation. And that could be a coach that could guide me, you know, finding a coach. It could be a mentor. It could be. You know, um, you know. I don't know if I would broadcast it on LinkedIn and say, "Hey, I'm gonna put on a PIP." <laughs> Is anybody, <laughs> you know, maybe finding a friend or a coworker that has been written up before, or something like that, and how they how they got through it. You know, statistically speaking, most of the time people don't don't get through. Uh, PIPs. They, they, it's usually just, uh, you know, a process that they go through so so they can get rid of you legally, unfortunately. I, I'm sorry if I'm busting anybody's bubbles that, that is a bubble that's reading that or listening to this, but hopefully the job market will stay strong. So if you do have to find work, you'll be able to find something else.
0: Yeah. I feel like this wraps it up overall, how you may not need all the steps or you may not need to go through all the steps when it comes to uh, Atcar or uh, WWKD, but in the end, just realizing that change occurs, number one, and number two, reaching out to other individuals for support or help is overall the main thing when it comes to really any type of any type of change.
1: Three universal truths, right, about change. People are going to be resistant. It's going to be hard for them. You know, it's a process that people go through at an individual level, uh, and you need leadership to help you get through that. And I think that, you know, if you take anything from today, the interview that we've had it's you know, those three principles, I think, can really take you really far.
0: Matt, thank you so much for coming on to Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias. And as always, thank you, audience, for listening. I'd like to hear from you all as we continue with season three. What do you want to chat about? Who do you want me to bring onto the show? Feel free to reach out at caspielbias at gmail.com. Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias is a production of C-Bias Productions, LLC. For more episodes of Adulting 101 with Caspi Bias, visit Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify,